This episode of It's Super Effective is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own personal websites, portfolios, or online stores. For a free trial and 10% off, visit squarespace.com and enter the promo code POKEMON at checkout. Squarespace is simple and easy to use with a beautiful layout, a drag-and-drop editor, and it features 24-7 support throughout live chat and email. Plans start at only $8 and will include a free domain name when you sign up for a year. Recently, Squarespace just got new fonts to use and more features for their online store. It's Super Effective started using Squarespace almost four years ago and it's still the service we use today. You can start building your website today with a free trial and no credit card required. Again, when you decide to sign up for Squarespace, make sure you enter the offer code POKEMON to get 10% off your first purchase and to show your support for It's Super Effective. We thank Squarespace for their support of today's show. Squarespace, a better web starts with your website. And ours too, because we're using Squarespace. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 149th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. My name is SBJ, and with me today, I have new recurring guest host person, Logan, is here. New and recurring, which is like <laughs> new and improved. <laughs> <laughs> Except it can't be both new and improved, because you right. can't... It's just, just, it's, uh, similarly, you can't be new and recurring. <laughs> <laughs> That's... A valid point, Logan. <laughs> uh, writing down, do not bring Logan back for making me <laughs> seem like an idiot. <laughs> uh, and uh, and as always, we have classic Travis returning. Old and has not improved since the first episode <laughs> I've been on. I was thinking, y- y'all know I'm super into the food Pokemon, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, your Vanilluxes, and I guess the plural of Vanillux is just Vanillux, your Vanillux, your, sur- your Slurpuff. What do you think of a cheese Pokemon? Sounds great. Like Dunsparce? <laughs> is that cheese? No. <laughs> but uh, just, just what do you think of like a poison type? Oh, no, I don't like this anymore. Oh. Like like moldy cheese, like moldy cheese Pokemon. Isn't isn't cheese already mold? Isn't that a thing? Maybe that's uh, like cottage bac- cheese. I think bacteria is how it's made. Not is mold. I, I'm just showing my ignorance on this episode. <laughs> I don't even know what mold is. Do you think Grimer maybe used to be cheese? <laughs> mold. <laughs> Grimer, yeah, that Pokemon. <laughs> It's not our Pokemon of the week. Hey, if you are a new listener of the show, this is It's Super Effective. We're a 
bad Pokemon podcast that's sometimes <laughs> popular in iTunes on certain days. Uh, with that being said, we run down a format of covering some Pokemon-related news, which is usually us complaining. Uh, then we do a middle segment, which is usually us complaining. Then we tackle a Pokemon of the week, which we complain about, and then we end the show. And we complain about each other at the end, <laughs> after, the, after the show's over. I'm just like, oh, Steve, you hosted that show so poorly. <laughs> 149 episodes later, it's no no better than... Uh, it's a lot better than episode one. I'm not going <laughs> to throw myself <laughs> under the bus for that. Uh, yeah, so uh, we can jump right into Pokemon news. And... Oh, uh, the middle segment of the show, before I forget, is we asked... asked a couple days ago for you guys to send in questions because Pokemon has been very light on the news front recently with um, E3 being over and whatnot. So we have a whole bunch of questions that are, some are Pokemon related, some are not Pokemon related. So we will tackle that. And uh, next week, or I should say this coming Sunday, uh, because we normally record on Sundays, but we couldn't record this week because my power went out and... I complained on Twitter. That's what I do. And But on episode 150, we have a very, very special guest. And I'm not going to say that name in case that person backs out. But <laughs> it's, they're going to back out. And then it's just going to be me. Surprise! Travis is on the episode. Our, our great guest will have a one-on-one interview with everybody's favorite. <laughs> uh, so uh, it'll be pretty big. Uh, special guest for 150... And then 151 will be our last episode before our hiatus, which just really means that we're going to take a month or two off because we're going to do a little Kickstarter to, run, to raise some money to pay for this show because after four years of doing it, uh, we want you to pay something. <laughs> <laughs> or nothing. You, you must pay. <laughs> uh, if, you, if you made it this far, it we're probably worth some something of your time. We're the new reading rainbow of podcast oh man that was so inspirational that kickstarter they're good definitely i think it ends in like 24 or 20 hours or something so you're saying you're the lavar burton of the pokemon fandom yeah except i wasn't on circle track i mean that's, that's the that's that is the, the that is the salient difference between you and lavar burton i will agree with that <laughs> <laughs> really we're the same people except for that one you know, and I'm sure he's never done a Pokemon podcast, so I got that up on him. That's true. I got that. You have that, that skill set. That's very true. It's very true. Uh, news. Let's start with some boring news first. There is this thing called the U.S. Nationals for Pokemon. <laughs> uh, if uh, if you are going, it's actually going to be uh, this weekend. We are recording this on July 1st. National starts on the most patriotic day in Canada, July fourth. <laughs> you got the, the wrong wrong, the wrong country, wrong. but I'll, I'll let you keep going. Yeah, uh, Canada is America's hat. Um, <laughs> We're just Canada's pants. <laughs> wow. You know, I like pants a lot, so I'm alright with that. On right. uh, if uh, so, what? instead of <laughs> celebrating the fourth of July, you will be competing from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. On Friday, because that's when the first event for the U.S. Nationals start. <laughs> it's so if, long. If I'm not mistaken, uh, there are 950 registered people already for the event. It's awesome. That's a lot. I don't know if that beats last the one year 
I was there? Probably did. Uh, I think it does. That sounds even better than last year, I think. Two years ago, I felt like they had over 1,000 people. I think they had oh, like really? 1,032 people registered. Hmm. 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 Uh, so there will be TCG. Uh, it says on demand. I don't know if that's pay-per-view or whatnot, but uh, <laughs> it says TCG eight-person pickups. The price is free. The format varies. Winner will receive a Pokemon promo item. Oh, so they just start one every time there's eight people. Yeah, it's like a, I think they call them like flights or like little shuttles. I did it. I did it the one year with like Will and Irene and everyone who was there. I mean, it's just you're just playing with friends normally. Uh, there's another on-demand TCG eight-person pickup. This is five dollars to entry. Uh, varies. Every entry entrant receives a pack. So even if you lose, you receive a pack. I think if you win, you get like two packs or three packs. Um. <laughs> Then there's TCG at 6 p.m., which is TCG Swiss Pods, which is a $5 entry. That's a standard format, limited to four Swiss rounds. Every entrant receives a pack and a prize awarded on base record. Oh, maybe that's where you get extra packs, that sounds hmm. like. And then there is Video Game. This is the first time they're doing Video Game on Demand, I believe, which is, unless oh. they did it last year, uh, which is eight-person pickup. Again, another flight of eight people. That price is free. That format varies. So they might have one with legendaries, one without, and then the winner will receive a promo item. I'm assuming they'll get the TCG card that the TCG players get. That's really cool that they're going to have something for you to do, even if you scrub out. Yeah, yeah. They've always had stuff like that, but it looks like they're definitely more organized this year than previous years. Because I, I didn't, not that I went last year, but I don't remember seeing a chart like this. Bless you, Travis. Thanks. <laughs> Bless your <laughs> sneezing soul. <laughs> I mean, if you didn't say that, I was going to be um, susceptible to demonic possession. So, Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Uh, I could repeat all those things again, but uh, same thing's going to be happening on Saturday and Sunday. It does look like, of course, on Saturday you will have your standard uh, straight Swiss TCG starting at 11, which is what people will go to. Um, and then you have your standard video game thing that's going on there's also at 6 p.m on saturday a singles video game battle free of entry limited to the first 64 players per age mm -hmm. um so as uh, again i don't know if this is new but if you don't like to double battle they're offering single battles it just seems they have, like they, did, they should <laughs> they did the they did i'm not sure if it's the exact same thing but i'm pretty sure they did the a very similar thing last year where you could play singles and they had a they had a rotation thing as well Triples, oh, wow. I think, or maybe maybe this this thing is bigger this year. You know what I'm did saying? Ever, but I'm pretty sure there were like side things that were that as well. Did they ever have a uh, contest thing you could enter? <laughs> not that I can recall. <laughs> Pokemon and uh, Me Challenge. They did not. That would be. It would Weird. have to be like uh, like a like a dog show where there would just be judges and you would just walk up there with your 3ds like on a leash. <laughs> Just dragging against the hard floor, and you're like, "This is a, this is my uh, gulping. <laughs> take, a, take a good gander. It takes, uh, it takes guts to bring a gulping yeah. show. Uh, that's very true. The only difference on Sunday is, um, besides having less events, because Sunday is always like the everyone go goes home upset because they lost day. <laughs> Uh, they are uh, they are doing a multi battle at eleven, 
which is free. Two-player teams limited oh. to 32 teams per age group. Oh, that sounds awesome. That would be really fun. That's uh, Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. And uh, that is our coverage for the U.S. Nationals. So that is uh, that's taking place again this weekend if you're going. Uh, maybe you're listening to this while you're driving there or not listening to this at all. Probably the better of the choices. Cool. <laughs> iTunes is a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple. Really good transition. Thank you, thank you. I'm here all. I'm here all hour. The Pokemon Origins, Organs. My sorry oh. for my mispronunciation. <laughs> came out about a month ago on in iTunes, which is what I predicted back when they pulled Organs from the web. Figured that it was gonna. They pulled it for a reason. Obviously, it looks like they signed a deal with Hulu. I don't know if it's still on Hulu though. Obviously, they partnered with iTunes, which only makes sense because of uh, the X and Y albums being in iTunes back when the game was released, and them putting out the rest of the albums as they come. So, not only is Origins in iTunes, Pokemon has put uh, Volume One and Volume Two of Pokemon the series XY. Which is not available on anything but iTunes right now, and I guess Cartoon Network. It is twenty dollars per season in standard def. Each season has, I think, about twelve episodes. Uh, HD is like two dollars more, twenty-two dollars. So I don't see why you would not buy <laughs> HD. I don't know anyone who's buying standard def in iTunes. At what point? Can we not call it the standard definition? (laughs) (laughs) Crappy definition. The LD, the lesser definition. Inferior (laughs) definition. If you are a cheapskate, you can get the first episode of the series free in iTunes, I guess. Or if you just like free things. Yeah, if you just like free things. Or if you want to decide if X and Y is worth buying. Uh, Everyone tells me that it's better than black and white. So, I don't know if that's saying much. <laughs> it's like saying this rock is better than that pile of dirt. <laughs> All right. But, like, what if it's like a gold rock and then a pile of poop? Oh, that's true. You know, a pile of poop could you got be... us there, Logan. <laughs> <laughs> could go for a fine dollar on eBay. Pallet... <laughs> Pallet town poop. Oh, man. This is like the worst episode ever. <laughs> <laughs> Going bad. Uh, all downhill from here. Don't I, worry. I, I could be talking about this, but what are you guys' thoughts on seeing uh, Pokemon content in iTunes? Uh, I mean, it's available for free elsewhere, so <laughs> I don't. I'm not planning on buying it. Uh, iTunes is rarely a place that I've ever gone for video content. Um. And even now, I'd pretty much use Amazon for, for getting my music. But um, yeah, I don't. It it's never been handy when I bought video from iTunes. Um, it always seems like it's not as uh, easy to watch things using the iTunes player. I don't know. Maybe I'm just like technologically inept, and I don't realize no. how to use it using other players. But from what I can see, you can only use iTunes itself to play things, and I'm not too keen on that um yeah, so they're, they're so really I, into their ecosystem and yeah itunes hasn't been really updated in like 10 years <laughs> the last like two versions of itunes have been pretty crummy mm-hmm. but 
<laughs> so basically, no. So basically, <laughs> uh, iTunes. I like that. I mean, eventually, I hope they fill the whole back catalog. Cause... Yeah, I like I like that it's out there, and I mean, but you know, Netflix has got my attention with the the first like two or three seasons of the original episode or the original yeah run, and that's like all my nostalgia fix right there <laughs> it's hard it's hard to spend money on something new when like there's a lot of old stuff you can watch for free on Netflix. yeah yeah it's like maybe if i work through all that i'll there's <laughs> just a mountain of pokemon content right right <laughs> uh but it's it's cool in the ass like there there is like an official like pokemon channel in itunes uh so oh, like, that's neat. like big big things like game of thrones and like Mad Men and like they get their own channels so i think if it's like you do iTunes slash Pokemon, it'll open up the iTunes store and take you to where all the TV shows are, all the soundtracks are, the two Pokemon apps, which are the Pokedex and the Pokemon TV. So you get all your like Pokemon thing and hopefully they add podcasts under that and then they it's yeah. super effective is there. <laughs> Ideally. Right. That'd be awesome. That'd be cool. I think like <laughs> Game of Thrones and stuff have like a podcast section I getting off getting off topic. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure they do. Then, uh, then it's a travesty that they don't have Pokemon podcast that's on their it. channel. That's right. Uh, Sorry, did you say my name? Uh, no, Travis T. <laughs> uh, my 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 last name starts with a W. You must be mistaken. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was possibly the worst joke ever. <laughs> we we did warn that it was only going downhill. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. There's this thing uh, called. I don't even know what it's called. Zelda reorchid what Zelda something. There's if it's music. got Zelda in it, I'm not interested. I said Zelda, not God. What? Zelda? I thought you said what? Pokemon. <laughs> and just, just, just keep on going. Uh, there is a Pokemon Evolutions live orchestrated concert that's kicking off in Washington, D.C. on Friday, August 15th. I guess yeah. where yeah. I was going is it's kind of taking those footsteps of that Zelda orchestrated yeah. thing that went Oh, on. yeah. Um, so I, they haven't announced other locations yet, but uh, uh, this is pretty exciting. It came out of nowhere. Um, they're doing music from pretty much all the Pokemon games here. Yeah, everything's listed from red and blue to X and Y. Uh, they have a little illustration of Pikachu being a conductor and Squirtle playing a trumpet and Bulbasaur is on the cello cello. I would have said violin, but okay. Cello and, uh, Charmander has a flute because he has no talent. Let's talk about how the best starter is also playing the best instrument. Um, hmm. None of them are playing a a saxophone. (laughs) They can get out. You can get out. Uh, I mean, I would be happier if there was a saxophone in this illustration. <laughs> I I am not for any instrument that was invented by someone whose last name was Sax. That's that's not my jam. <laughs> Here, here's the thing. The trumpet has existed for in various forms for thousands of years. The saxophone is like a baby. The saxophone was invented in like the 1800s. I don't you need just... your hip saxophone nonsense. <laughs> the so trumpet ageist. is a classic. It will stay forever. 
I mean, I don't think the saxophone's going anywhere though. <laughs> to it's be bad, it's gonna it's it's gonna pass in the cosmic scheme of things. It's only been here for a blink. Look, here's the thing: if if this was Squirtle Squad Squirtle playing this trumpet, or he wouldn't be playing a trumpet, he would be wearing sunglasses, and he would definitely play be playing a saxophone. And that's all I'm gonna say about that. <laughs> Because it's way cooler. <laughs> uh, fair enough. Uh, the second, <laughs> second, because I read my own articles when I post them to the site. The second place that this uh, orchestra is going is Philadelphia, which uh, looks like at the Performing Arts place on Friday, September nineteenth. Uh, no ticket prices. Uh, those are the only two dates. Um, this kind of came out of nowhere. But is this where would you guys travel an hour or two hours to see said musical event? Yeah, I think I would. I'd probably go up to like three hours. If it, yeah, yeah, if it were closer, I would go. But I'm, I'm, I'm not close to any of these events. Uh, and plus, I almost never play Pokemon with the uh, with the sound on. I don't really play handheld games with. Uh, the sound on. I get a lot of flack for that whenever I say it, but I I generally play games when I'm on the go, like uh, places where having the sound on would make me incredibly obnoxious. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Last year, I played a lot of Pokemon X and Y in class. Let's not talk <laughs> too much about that. Um, but I um, sometimes I'll play with headphones on, but um, generally I don't play um, with music on. I used to more. Uh, so I'm not too attached to uh, video game music generally. Um, yeah, I'm right there with you. I, I'm the same way. Like you, it's just more likely that you'll be obnoxious if you've got the sound on for handheld stuff. <laughs> so there's all these like I mean, it's it's not just um, like Game Boy games. It's you know like any iPhone thing that is applauded because it has a really good soundtrack. I'm just like, oh well, I missed that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, mm. I I think I talked about when I went to the Zelda orchestrated night. I can't remember, but I, if I didn't, I'll recap it real quick. It was really cool. Uh, Irene, who's never played a Zelda game, went with, and she really liked the music and the conductor, and I don't know anything about instruments, so she was like, oh, that's, that's a flute. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> those are drums. <laughs> oh, all right. Sweet. Um... So she was like explaining that stuff, but you got this like weird mix of I don't know when I feel like if you go to like a musical event or anything that has a stage that's not like a rock concert, anything you're sitting down, I should say. Like I feel like you dress up a little bit, right? Because it's like oh, we're going for a night out yeah. to like yeah. Uh, well, you got that when you went to the Zelda. There were people that were dressed up, and I was like I was like uh, you know jeans and a nice shirt, kind of like business casual when I went, but. Uh, then there were, like, people that were just, you know, hoodie and jeans, which was, all right, fine. Like, no one told you, like, it's not a requirement. And then, But then you also got cosplayers, so you had people dressed up <laughs> as Link. And, like, wow. it was, like, super weird because you'd see, like, a guy in, like, a tux sitting next to, like, a Ganondorf. Kind of a motley <laughs> crew. <laughs> right. Like, uh, um, but you get a lot of street passes. Uh, that is a thing. <laughs> and I can't remember how much. Ooh, I think tickets. I think I paid... I was like third row for the Zelda thing. I think like the tickets were like sixty or eighty dollars. Wow, that's totally worth it. Yeah, the third row. Oh, I like I had my like button on the like when when they went live. I was like bye bye bye. 
I don't. Yeah, I don't know if I'd go if I was like farther back though, because it's like cool to see the people up there. I know they had like a projection because they had the game footage in the background. Mm. Um, but I don't know. Like I like seeing the people play the music. Like move the bow across the strings and hit the buttons to make the <laughs> sounds. Uh, but that was cool. That came out of nowhere. News. Uh, yeah. Did we talk about Mega Sable Eye last time, Travis? Uh, we Well, I was not on the last episode, but I believe <laughs> we talked about it in the episode prior. <laughs> As Mega Sable Eye, his gem gets really big and he hides behind it. I think that the, if I'm correct, the new ability is... Isn't it like bounce, magic bounce? No, wait. Mm. Is it something that would be bounce? really disappointing. Um, it ch- I know it changes from Prankster, that's all I remember, but I don't feel like it's Magic Bounce. I feel like it's the same thing that Espeon has? That's Magic Bounce, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. Maybe Umbreon? I felt like an Eevee Evolution at it. You're right, Magic Bounce. Yeah. I was right? Yeah. What? Is that not good? Magic what Bounce is, is a good ability, yeah. What is this it, Pokemon? Yeah. It, it, it uh, makes... Anything that happens to you happen to the other person. So if you fall asleep, it also makes them fall asleep. Yeah, any non-damaging moves reflected back to the user. So that's even stealth rocks, spikes, uh, toxic, all those things. What yeah. about what about so, tail whip? That would <laughs> flip right on back to the user. So you might want to be a little wary <laughs> if you're using tail whip against someone who runs a Mega Sableye. Um, I don't think that I mean it depends on what the exact stats of Mega Sableye are but uh, to me it's sort of disappointing that it doesn't keep Prankster I know I'm not even sure if there are any no I guess we talked about this last time like Mega Blaze again still has speed boost but uh, uh, Sableye having Prankster was pretty much the that was its niche was that it did prankster things yeah. um, and it had a move pool that made it a little different than the other prankster users um, and, it, and it used to have no, no weaknesses and right and be a prankster and and then it lost one of those things and now it's lost both of those things yeah so sad. I think it's gem is gonna get it like killer defense yeah I would imagine like most of the hundred are gonna go to defenses maybe 50 and 50 because you get a hundred extra base stats when you mega evolve or at least so far that's what the, what would you say, the report, uh, the the announcement said is that its defensive stats increase. So, I mean, so that will be cool, but uh, it's, I don't know, I just like, I like Sableye as a prankster, and I don't really like Magic Bounce as a mega ability. Um, mega Absol has it as well, because until that Pokemon has Mega Evolved, it's not going to be magically bouncy um, <laughs> uh, because the thing that makes magic bounce really good um, is that you switch in when they're using stealth rocks or something so let's say you have mega sableye on your team your opponent leads with something like a um, let's just say ferrothorn for uh, for for an example they use stealth rocks um, you want to switch into mega sableye so it magic bounces back to the person using it but you wouldn't be able to do that until you've already had Mega Sableye out there and have Mega Evolved Mega Sableye. So um, it makes it trickier to get value out of Magic Bounce. Yeah. Yep. And Prankster is just great all the time, forever. Yeah. Yeah. 
Forever and ever. <laughs> uh, what we did in celebration, I guess, of Mega Sableye, or I don't even know what to call it. Anyways, Jeff Feedy, who uh, did some art for Mega Mondays, uh, most mm-hmm. of the art for Mega Mondays, besides, I think, uh, Logan and your website Russell. buddy, Russell, <laughs> yeah. did uh, the Mega Manetric art. Uh, but uh, Jeff did a Mega Sableye wallpaper that... Uh, really nice. It's very cool that you can download. We have uh, pretty much all the standard computer display sizes and then um, some iOS sizes as well. But I think the one of the iPad sizes works really good for Android. I'm not sure which one, though. Uh, but... I've never had an Android device, so I'm not sure. <laughs> I mean, they're, and they there's they range so very. iPhones are, I at least know that size pretty well, but uh, they're free. So if you haven't done so already, you can go to PokemonPodcast.com and download said wallpaper. Uh, they're pretty cool. They're pink, I guess. So if you don't like pink, then don't download it. <laughs> <laughs> download it anyway. We command it. <laughs> Uh, the last bit of news I got was sometime last week we heard about, uh, the Pokemon Twitter, uh, direct messaging certain people on Twitter. I don't know if you two heard about this. Mm-mm. Um, so they, uh, they were direct messaging certain followers of their account. Um, it looks like more, more popular Pokemon people. So not me. Um, oh, but you're popular. Right. Rest in peace. R.I.P. <laughs> uh, Aaron Zhang, we talked about him before. We had an interview with him on the website. He got that message. Uh, Josh, last name is losing me. He does YouTube. Oh, Jaywitz? Yeah, Jaywitz. Uh, he got one. Um, Justin Flynn, maybe? Uh, yeah, I think Justin Flynn. Um, uh, Ash Fangirl. Mm-hmm. Um, she got one. Uh, so, uh, all these people, well, I don't know how many total, but, uh, they got direct message to send their addresses back to Pokemon. And it looks like most of them got their packages today. And that included an announcement from the Pokemon company's president and CEO, Mr. Sinushi Shah something. Aishirahara. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, wait. What, who is president? Tinzishka <laughs> Hashiha. The, the Nintendo. The. Wait, what? The president of what? Like, president, No, president of the Pokemon Company. Oh, okay. Um, and he's also CEO and president. He's both. Both roles. Uh, he announced that PokemonCenter.com will be reopening on August 6th. Uh, this really? web this website was used to buy uh, official Pokemon products. It was shut down on January thirty first, two thousand eight. The new website will have products for the United States uh, that were that will include items that were exclusive to Japan. Um, inside this package, it looks like there is a Pikachu notebook, Pikachu iPhone case, and a Pikachu with a mail carrier hat. And then finally, a Pokemon Center water bottle. Hmm. Um, I'm assuming the Klefki official keys are going to be on there. I don't know if any if you guys saw that. What Pokemon Center actually made like a Klefki key ring that you can put your keys on. 
Oh, that, man, I can't wait. Uh, I can get that. It's like $24 on some Japanese site, but then you got to pay like $8 to ship it. So I would easily pay $1,000. <laughs> I would give them the keys to my home. <laughs> like, ring. Uh, so if you're interested in this Clefly key ring that you might have just heard of now, I would probably wait until August 6th. Otherwise, you're going to pay like $30 to some Japanese website who may or may not steal your money. Uh, exciting for you guys. Are you into Pokemon merchandise? I, you just heard me got super excited about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I <laughs> want to buy was, everything. I was disappointed that there were so many Pikachu things. I mean, I'm, I'm, really, I'm really into figures. I've got a lot of figures on my desk. And, and also, I'm really excited about those little those dumb things that Nintendo announced. Oh, the Amiibos? Yeah, Amiibos. I'm really excited about that. So, yeah, I'm really excited about any kind of merchandise, really. But, I mean, mainly, Amiibos are exciting because basically Skylanders is everything I wanted as a 12-year-old, but now I have an excuse to buy Skylanders-ish things for games that I actually play because Skylanders is just kind of an okay platformer. It is just okay. There's nothing, yeah. nothing special. I thought you were, like, super into Skylanders I mean, for a while, Steve. Let me tell you, I love collecting and wasting money. Yeah. <laughs> Those two go hand in hand. <laughs> yes, they do. But, uh... That's why, that's why you're not into Hearthstone. You're like, a card game that you can play for free? Ooh, bring me, me back. Give me the Pokemon like, that I can keep paying all the let time. Let me give you money, Hearthstone. Let me just... Well, yeah. No, let me tell you, I have spent more than $100, Steve, so the the, the window is open. <laughs> if there was a button that was like $200, <laughs> get two of every card. Done. <laughs> Spend it and go. I don't have time. That's absolutely not the case. <laughs> I don't have time to earn this stuff. <laughs> you can buy cards, but you I mean, can't selectively. Yeah. Welcome to Hearthcast. I'm your <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you could you can dust your stuff if you spent 200 dollars, you would likely have two of almost every card see it's that almost yeah. that mm. see with pokemon i could be like troll and toad i need four of these four of these four of these all right 80 dollars later great <laughs> perfect i have a deck that i'm gonna lose that next week well this one you know how like i don't know i think well you know this is kind of going down a rabbit hole for hearthstone but um i think it really captures the the wonder of of the first time you played a card game. So rather than, you know, I start like, playing like dramatic, like, like inspirational <laughs> music. <right now. laughs> it's Captures really the wonder. Well, no, you know what I'm saying? Like the yeah, first I, time that you ever opened a pack of, of, of any kind of card game, it was like, Oh my gosh, this could be anything. And, um, and now, like you said, you just go to troll and toad and buy the deck because that's, that's the more, financially responsible way to go <laughs> even though it's still not very financially responsible but um in hearthstone there's no there's no trading so you can't buy from anybody so it's really actually pretty awesome every time you open the pack and they they make like particle effects fly out at you and you know the guy screams when you get good stuff Epic! <laughs> yeah it's awesome <laughs> it's just it's just it just makes me smile every time that i open a pack in that game i i played it very very consistently for a week straight, pretty much every night before I went to bed. I'd probably put two or three hours in. But I like I loved Arena. I loved oh, yeah. like drafting. Mm -hmm. But I didn't like like I had to pay for it every time. It was I 
and I, I get that you get prizes. I just wish there was like a free arena where like I don't get prizes. I just play. <laughs> yeah, I, I wish there was like a, a way you could do tournaments or just like play with somebody or something in an arena because, yeah, arena is the best way for me. That's the way I have the most fun. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like I had the most fun, like because it made you think more just with like there was like a mini game in itself of like picking those cards and like, oh, like maybe I'll risk going this route and then like oh i never sell this kind of card again so now i kind of gotta mix and match yeah we'll be taking a break on argent squire cast uh, and when we get back we're gonna be talking about our card of the week this week's <laughs> card of the week is northshire cleric <laughs> uh the only card i remember is like wild boar is that a card yeah there's it is boars. yeah one one charge one cost. <laughs> it's a beast yeah so it's great in hunter deck Perfect. Uh, I think that's all we have for Pokemon news. I could, I'm probably forgetting a bunch of things, but we've been rambling for 30 some minutes, so it's good enough, right? <laughs> uh, so when we come back, we'll go over your guys' questions. We pulled from Twitter and Facebook, and uh, yeah, this is a Pokemon show. Sometimes. <laughs> 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 we'll be right back. And we are back from our break to answer your guys' questions that were pulled from Twitter and uh, the Facebook. It used to be called the Facebook at one time. Now it's just the Facebook. Drop the the. Just Facebook. <laughs> I'd read a paper on that movie, so I have seen that movie countless times. I could probably start from the beginning of that movie and just tell you every line. But do you like what? the movie? What? Uh, yeah, I, I like it. Um <laughs> But I don't think I could ever watch it again because I've seen it so many times. But I think it's a good movie. Yeah, it's interesting. Can we bring Why? our Quentin Tarantino debate? <laughs> oh no. my god, no! My mentions were flooded with Quentin Tarantino for like an hour and a half. <laughs> don't get me wrong, like Tarantino, good director. But uh, amongst my uh, like, he is second only to um, Christopher Nolan in people that my fellow film students talk about way too much. Mm. I hear so much about those two that I wish that they just didn't exist so I could talk about anything else. <laughs> what about Robert Rodriguez? No one talks about Robert Rodriguez, so I was I was fine when that when that when the conversation went in that direction. No one likes spy kids, man. <laughs> there aren't many spy kids fans. Okay. Is Spy Kids, like, actually genuinely good? Because I've randomly heard that a couple of times. I haven't actually sat down to watch it, but... I, I've I've heard it's good. But I have I've not... I've never spied on any children. I've only feel... seen, like, the second one. I've only seen, like, the first, like, 45 minutes. And I was not bored. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm missing out 
on something because I think that I'm too cool for it. And that probably makes me way less cool. <laughs> I believe there are four spy, spy kids. Wow. Well, then there's the shark boy and lava girl, and that's the same thing, right? That Yeah, that is very true. I bet I, this, this will be our last Robert Rodriguez thing. From my understanding, not only did his kids like write it and he was like, yeah. I have the money, like I'm going to direct it. He spent that time like learning how to do effects. So like yeah. he purposely did effects to learn how to do effects. And then he, it led up to like uh, Sin City and Planet Terror and all that stuff. So like pretty much like it, I mean, it was super smart in a director's stance of like, I need to. It was le- a learning experience. Right. And it's not like he lost money. Like Spy Kids did really well every time it came out because it was a kid's movie. So why wouldn't parents pay yeah. $14 a ticket? Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, questions. Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, this is a long question. So Zach on Facebook says, uh, take your time making the show. Love longer shows. Considering that this will be a last one for a while. I corrected him and said there will be three. Well, two more, including this one. Um, actually, he didn't have a question at all. Oh, wait. All right. Cool. He goes, do you guys have a better idea when you will be back? That was the question. I knew it was there. Um, before... Uh, Ors comes out. We will be back is the goal. So like a month off, uh, use that time to prep the Kickstarter. The Kickstarter runs for a month. So, uh, I don't know, like two months off. That's not that bad. Uh, I still have like little mini episodes planned, uh, in that time. So it won't be like two months of silence. And of course our Twitter will still go. So hope that answers your question. Um, Travis writes in. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> posts and uh what's it like inside a pokeball logan that's all you um i mean you could watch that tamashi video it's it's shown as many things sometimes it's a mansion where they're having like a rad time and uh sometimes it's drawn as like a really cold damp place or like sometimes uh i think there's a side up section where he's like cramped in it so it's probably really bad inside that pokeball but the uh, the show has shown it in many different ways. Um, the games have sort of alluded to it that they it's you know it's I mean that you put them in a PC so they're mm. just like data or energy so there's it's not really so it's not really a space. It looks like reboot the show reboot. In, on the inside. Uh, I'm not sure anyone's heard of that because I haven't. Can you compare it to Spy Kids? Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. Oh my if god. You can, if you could relate everything to the Robert Rodriguez children's films, that would be good. When they went into Shark Boy and Lava Girl, yeah. not, like into the comic <laughs> thing, um, it's like okay. that. It's like the Lava, oh. Lava Girl section. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. I mean, for all Pokemon, even like fire types or not. Shark Boy and Lava Girl was just the sign that Gen 3 was getting a remake. <laughs> Shark Boy is Kyogre and Lava Girl <laughs> is Grudon. <laughs> How did no one see this coming? <laughs> uh, uh, ben says, if you could mega evolve yourself, what would you look like? Oh. L- LOL. I would have really beefy arms. <laughs> like Mega Swampers. 
I like riding on a bicycle, <laughs> so I would just get a bike and be faster. What well, like could you, you be on the mega bike? Good. <laughs> could you detach from the bike? No, it's like like the like my legs like look like they're going to pedals, but then when it gets down to where my feet are, it just forms into the same metal as the bike because I have complete control of the wheels turning, so I wouldn't need to do any pedaling. I see. Hmm. You'd have terrible balance though. But I am the bike. Hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> yeah. Uh well like I could like look the same, like Mega Sableye, except I get the gem and then I take it to a bank <laughs> <laughs> and I cash it in. So you would literally sell your soul. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Cody writes in, what is your opinion on pie? I like pie. P-I-E or P-I? <laughs> P-I-E. I like, I want to come out like, as I also like P-I. I mean, that's a good. <laughs> what, kind, yeah. what kind of pie? What's your favorite pie, Travis? Well, I don't even like desserts, but I do like but, but pie. What? Pie is, is is an exception in the dessert category of things I do like. My favorite type of pie by leaps and bounds is lemon meringue. Mm. 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 My favorite pie is a cherry pie. It's a good one. I like the uh, the classic apple pie. Can't go wrong with the classic apple pie. Now, Steve, do you do you do the thing where you put cheese on your apple pie? Uh no, ooh. I usually ooh, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> That's a uh, thing? Uh, yeah, it's a thing. A, a scoop of ice cream, vanilla in particular, on top of my apple pie. What would you think of like a butter pecan mm-hmm. ice cream scoop with an apple pie? Uh, That's a combo that I'm I am in favor of, of which I am in favor. I feel like that's kind of gilding the lily. I, I just want I just want vanilla up in my apple pie. Guys, let's let's, let's pause so we can go get some pie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and we are back from our pie. <laughs> uh, good question, Cody. Uh, Liam writes in. I know this is probably too late but will there be another 649 monsters show uh 650 monsters <laughs> 651 monsters um for those of you unfamiliar two years ago i hosted an art show in milwaukee called 649 monsters this was obviously before we have over 700 monsters now mm-hmm. last year i did a show called battle city second art show in milwaukee uh this year uh no show was planned due to focusing on uh, the website and just the podcast itself. Um, There is possibilities for a show next year, though. The problem is I think everyone in Milwaukee has enough Pokemon artwork. (laughs) I mean, like, if they like Pokemon, they obviously came to the show, right? Like, I advertised it pretty well. You have saturated the market. There's, yeah, an overflow of artwork. Um, Not only... In people's houses, but especially in my house. <laughs> Michael writes in, uh, you are a gym leader now. What is your type and your shtick? Hmm. Oh, the, the and shtick caught me because this question, 
because I've heard the question before, and I don't know if on the show, but I would go uh, ice type definitely. Um, ice is my favorite Pokemon type. Um, I would probably my all myself and all of the people in the gym would try really hard to be like cool, like link cool to ice, but just not be good at it. <laughs> just be trying way too hard. All right, all right. This is a really good question. Steve, you got to answer for it. next. Ah, cut this. Sorry, I was letting my cat out of the room. <laughs> you cannot cut that. <laughs> what I, first, I forbid you from cutting. What? What is it? My cat, Sino. His name is Sino. Uh, he gets very bad when he's not in the same room as me. And so he's been in the room since we started the show, and he was meow- meowing like crazy. Uh, probably he had to go to the bathroom, I'm assuming, or to get some pie. Um, but I let him out of the room, and then when I came back, all I heard was like, Steve, what is your gym? And I was like, Bleh! <laughs> You can't cut that out. I, I won't, I won't, because I had to explain now that my cat had to get pie, so I think that's worth keeping. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, so, Ice Type, I'm sorry, I didn't hear your stick, but I'll hear it when I cut and edit. Uh, did Logan say anything? No, I, I, I was I was buying time, but now I all my thoughts are gone. I, I know uh, I'd be water. Oh, uh, I was going to say water, too. Uh, you have to fight for it. <laughs> uh, I would say water uh, with uh, a requirement of a double pedal. <laughs> that would be yeah. my thing. Hmm. Um, I would be water, and you'd have to do a contest to get my gym badge. <laughs> uh, skip skip this gym. Move on. <laughs> I heard there's another water gym down the street. <laughs> Let's go there. <laughs> Guy's way cooler. He has cats. Um, <laughs> Nicholas writes in, What are your thoughts on Pokemon Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire? Uh, ores, as we call it on this show. Um. I uh I'm excited for it. I think it's too soon for another Pokemon game. Um but I can't really you can't really blame the Pokemon company. Like that's what they do is make Pokemon games and It's true. So you can't like blame them for doing what they're good at doing. But it's cool to see that they've expanded to Twitter and to iTunes and they're opening a store. So I mean, like they took what was a 1999 fad, and they kept it going for almost two decades. So, yeah, they're they're keeping it going. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm excited. That is. Uh, that that unlike the saxophone, <laughs> that that Pokemon has has found a way to transcend beyond just fad status. You know, saxophone's been around for a long time. <laughs> And like fad status was like jazz era. Yeah, tra- yeah, right. Because all of those, like, because you know, like ancient religious texts, they all mention like the the great sounding of the saxophone. Yeah, like, there's to celebrate uh-huh. Saint, yeah. Saint Saxophone, the patron saint yeah. of saxophones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In in Mario Kart Eight, there's this terrible course called Dolphin Shores, <laughs> but the only Shores, good, right? yeah. Uh, is it shoals? Whatever. Uh, <laughs> there's dolphins that swim. You drive underwater prim- primarily, but yeah. the the benefit 
of suffering through that track because it's a terrible track. Mm-hmm. The worst in Mario Kart 8 is when you arise from the water, you hear this jamming sax. <laughs> that is the reason. Just go into town and you're like, for like seven seconds of being above water, you're like, man, that was worth it. And then you yeah, suffer. They really do. Like when you're underwater, the, the sax is muffled and yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the volume is significantly lowered. So it really is. Like you emerge and you're like, oh. It feels so refreshing. Yeah, and it's it's on the only good turn in that course because you can like slide that hole. Yeah, but yeah, it's like a big turn. Oh man, I I actually like it when you get on the eel right before you get uh, up. Yeah, nah, the eel. Uh, it's, mm, no eel. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do. I do. That lot. Ooh, was almost good. Wow. Your guys' thoughts on oars? Today's Pokemon of the Week is WAP! ZIP! <laughs> I uh, no similar thoughts to you, Steve. Um, I am excited, but this, uh, and I've said it before, this is the least excited I've been about a new Pokemon game announcement, partly because um, I don't have a lot, uh, I have the least amount of foundness. No, I'm whopping. (laughs) I have the least... Hoenn is the region for which I have the least fondness. Um, It's fine. Uh, Gen 3 is is fine, but it is my least favorite of the generation, so I'm not as pumped to see it being remade as I was uh, Heart Gold and Soul Silver because uh, I'm jamming for Johto. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) You know, I I mean... I can definitely respect that it's like the weakest uh, in terms of gameplay and stuff. Um, but just the time in my life when I played the original uh, uh, Sapphire. <laughs> time of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. It's just like <laughs> holding a holding a a box like a GBA box with. Uh, with uh, with Pokemon Ruby like at arm's length, just spinning around as that song plays, and yeah, no, it's but it's got to be the SP because that was so awesome. The SP was perfect, you guys. It had <laughs> I never had one. Well, in Game Boy Advance, you c- couldn't see anything; it was all pitch black. Every game was pitch black, and then the SP came out and it had a light in the back, so you could see the games where before you could not see. Man, I look at an original Game Boy and I'm like, how? Like, my eyes <laughs> not dilate to that screen anymore. Yeah, it's it's crazy how much your eyes are just like, mm-mm, this isn't even fun. And you think it like, uh, anyway. But uh, the, the time of my life when I played uh, Ruby and Sapphire, I was just, that was probably the most into Pokemon that I mm-hmm. was. And my friends all were at the same time. We all had the secret bases. We were all getting into effort training and figuring out those mechanics. So it actually, it was, it's a, it was a good generation for me. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm excited to like, I I mean, I keep kind of fanboying out on the uh, secret bases, but that's, that's really why. Cause it reminds me of good times with friends. Yeah. I think a lot of how much you enjoy a Pokemon game is like what, how you're enjoying that with other people. Yeah. Cause like I remember like every night playing um, Heart Gold Soul Silver with uh, Aaron, who was on the show at some point in time, could be dead now, but um, <laughs> <laughs> like I remember that very vividly, and that was 
uh, right right before we started actually recording, it's super effective. So like, Aaron, if you're out there, if you're hearing this, please let us know. <laughs> <laughs> please help us help you. Uh, Jar, I, I'm saying this really wrong. J-A-I-R. Jar? Jar? I would say Jer. Jer Bear. Um, uh, anyways, he uh, posts on our Facebook a lot. Uh, big fan, so uh, shout out to him. Uh, but he, uh, he posted, will there be any articles on the site during the hiatus? Uh, that answer is yes. Uh, I still get official Pokemon press releases um, that go up. And so I post them as soon as I can. And, of course, with, like, official art, I make sure I tweet that out right away so you guys have, um, hopefully, transparent PNGs to work with. I see no reason hiding them or keeping them away from you guys. It's official art. Obviously, Pokemon wants you guys to have it. So um, that's that. Uh, what is your... Don posts, what is your favorite Pokemon memory, uh, i.e. Hmm. surprising encounter or epic battle? Uh, uh my least favorite Pokemon memory is that time that I found a shiny Zangoose in that Surviper Horde battle, and all the Surviper killed him before I could catch him. <laughs> that was so. pretty epic, at least. <laughs> yeah, but I wish I would have vined it or something. I don't know. but Do it for the vine. Yeah. My I would have most to say, favorite. I would have to say Nationals two or three years ago um, when... <laughs> Uh, we were all looking at the at the uh, the matchups. What what would you say the um, the flights? You know the, the lights. The yeah, um, where it said you know here you're playing against, and Irene and I realized that we were playing each other. Um, that was really cool to <laughs> you know be at this giant Pokemon tournament and uh, end up randomly matched up against each other for for a match. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, um. I think my most favorite was like this, just, uh, the, I mean, I literally, one of my friends, Matt, uh, we, we basically like, I, I hadn't talked to him in like two years and X and Y came out and we just knew that both of us were really into the competitive scene. So I basically, you know, got to remake an awesome friend <laughs> and, uh, we went to the regional together and it was awesome. So that was fun. Friendship. <laughs> yeah, I would want to. Uh, probably like my happiest Pokemon memory was six forty nine monsters. I think actually like mm -hmm. doing that art show and like people showing up for it. Like I was just like, oh my god, this actually worked. Because <laughs> um, there was so much work that just went into like contacting artists and printing and framing and hanging and. Uh, yeah, that was incredible. Uh, that sounds so cool. Yeah, just I traveled to a lot of Pokemon events, like nationals and regionals and states and battle roads, and uh, just met a lot of people there, which is cool. I don't think I have like a very specific one. I guess like the art show would be the one, but like even like things like meeting David and Travis like for the first time, and when we all like had dinner at Mom Pa's. Whatever restaurant that was. <laughs> Wait, where did you, oh you mean Max and Irma's? Yeah, Max and Irma's. Mon Paws. Paws. <laughs> Max and Irma's. Uh that was I don't even know what we talked about, but it was super funny. 
yeah. and it was like eight of us, and uh, yeah, like stuff like that. Um, yeah. Uh, what else do we have here? Josh uh, posts. What do you guys think of this? Having a tournament only using teams that you've used throughout the single player player story. Uh, just say that you've used it. Just say just what you've used, like the eighth gym or the elite four, no legendaries. Uh, what you've used through the campaign. Uh, uh, I mean, that seems like it'd be really fun, but there's no way to verify that or anything. <laughs> or yeah, I, I mean, for a fun thing, just like the what's the you know the honor system. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Between between friends, that would be uh, that would be interesting. Um, it's sort of strange combining uh, a tournament, which is an inherently competitive thing, uh, with uh, like casual play. Um, so it would have to sort of exist in that liminal state of like a tournament with friends, I think, for it to actually uh, work out. But I think it uh, could be a lot of fun. Yeah. Most of the time, when uh when a new one comes out, most of my friends, like when we, when we collectively beat the elite four, like whoever beats it first, we'll pause for a little bit. And then yeah. we sort of like save our team from that and then battle each other. That's a lot of fun. Not, not technically a tournament, but still right. same deal. I've always liked, uh, battling my friends, like every like gym, like, Oh, like, oh, yeah. And like, cause like the first gym you have like two Pokemon or three or whatever. And like, your team changes so much throughout. So, I mean, my team at least changed a lot through the eight gyms. I mean, so that was always, like, fun to do. It's like, oh, we're at the fourth gym, and I have, like, I still have a Bidoof. <laughs> Let's battle. <laughs> Halfway there. Uh, Micah writes in, uh, I think uh, many people already found the number of Pokemon overwhelming. Do you think there will be a point when there's too many Pokemon? What would your magic number be? Uh, no. No, I don't. I, I don't think there'd be too many. I am always astounded by my, my by my mind's ability to just instantly. All right, well, we got a few hundred more. Let's add them to the list. Um, yeah, I, I'm terrible with names, like people, human names. <laughs> yeah, I am too. But I, every Pokemon is fine. Yeah. Oh, that's a Tangela. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't know if they'll ever stop. I think you kind of get around that by doing like prehistoric evolutions or mega evolutions or like because Mega Blaziken is just Blaziken yeah. with the word mega in front, but it's def <laughs> definitely very different. Yeah, no, they they can't they can't ever stop making new Pokemon. Like that's. That's not just their business model. That's like part of their business model that they really can't ever change. That's like the heart of the business model. Like you want the new Pokemon, you buy the new game. Yeah. If, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I don't. I don't know if there's be a magic number. I'm never mad that there are more. Yeah. Neither I. Neither. Uh, Brandon posts. What makes a chair a chair? No. <laughs> I will not answer this question. You can, you can, you know, you two can just, you know, just have your little okay, pseudo philosophy. It's all you. Go. Just next question. 
Are you like throwing your keyboard over there, Travis? Yeah. <laughs> Next question. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Brandon. Tyler, <laughs> post. Uh, now that the Pokemon soundtracks are in iTunes, what is your favorite song? I personally love Professor Sycamore's theme, as well as the final rival champion battle theme from Red and Blue. Uh... Yeah, this is all you, man, because I... me and Travis have previously stated that we don't listen to this. True, you guys don't. <laughs> I really like the uh, the X and Y music, the ending credits that we play at the end of the show. Yeah. That's... Oh yeah. Uh, I dig that song a lot. That's probably the one that stands out. I know it's a pretty common answer, but I also I like the uh, uh, the X and Y music for. Um... The legendary encounters, uh, like uh, X-ray and Yule Ball. <laughs> Classic X-ray and Yule Ball. Uh, let's see here. Uh, this is a little bit long. One Michelle posts: If there were to make a giant squid Pokemon, what would you want it to look like? What would you want its name or abilities be or type? I think a giant fire squid Pokemon would be cool, or a giant rock type like Onix, except it could use water moves. Didn't she mean Tentacruel? <laughs> uh, is he a squid? Isn't He's... he like a jellyfish? That's what mm-hmm. I thought, yeah. Well, okay, yeah, you're probably right. Although Are it's tentacles, not... and you wouldn't, you wouldn't really say a jellyfish has tentacles, would you? Uh, I thought they were. It's what else are they called? Like floppy things? Armies. <laughs> Arms. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Floppies, definitely. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Thede, the artist who did Mega Sableye, he suggested uh, Mega Octillery. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, that would be pretty cool. I don't know. I would. I mean, if I was a squid, water poison, but that's already what Tentacruel is. Yeah. Uh, what if it's not water type at all? Like, what if it were <laughs> sort of like how NK, you think it's going to be water type, but it's not? What if it were just like. Uh... That'd be you cool know, like, like an ice type, poison flying. <laughs> Is there a poison ice Pokemon? There's not. That'd no. be cool. Seems like a ninja sort of deal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got a two-part question here. Netly, Netty. Let me zoom in. I can't see you this far. That is an L. Netly. Which do you prefer better, Pepsi or Coke? Coke. Oh uh, yeah, I would go Coke as well, but I'm not too. I'm, I'm not too loyal. I'll have uh, either. I don't really notice that much of a difference. I'm, I'm fiercely loyal. Coke is way uh, different. <laughs> it is. It is very different. I agree with Logan. Uh, I would do Coke just because I like cherry Coke a lot. Like cherry Coke's my default. If they don't have Dr Pepper, right. And if they don't have either, I just leave the restaurant. <laughs> I'm just like, just flip the table <laughs> out. <laughs> Uh, follow-up question. Uh, what are your opinions on Miley Cyrus? Um, I, I don't have an opinion of Miley Cyrus. I think I've only heard the one the one song with uh, the USA one. Party uh, in the USA. I think party. that's the only song I've heard. In the USA. Uh, so I can't really... Don't have, don't, I'm not, not really an expert in the situation. I've seen Hannah, Monta- Hannah Montana... Like once, maybe twice, when I was at my parents' house and it was on, and people were watching it. I mean, she's a chick from Disney. I guess not oh, anymore, I... but 
whatever. All I know is all I know is that all of those um, like young stars, I always feel so bad because they're you know at like such a young age, just being scrutinized by every single person who yeah. has ever like had a television or something, which um, at, at that age is must not be healthy. I mean, yeah, clearly it it doesn't result in very good behavior most of the time. <laughs> I mean, Shia LaBeouf worked out, right? He oh man, Transformers and stuff. <laughs> you might say he transformed his image. <laughs> man, no man, he peaked at Holes. That was that was good. Yeah, that's on Netflix. Holes. It's a good movie. Nicking up those holding. Uh, finally, from Nate on Facebook, what is each person's favorite Mega Evolution? Hmm. Mega Manetric, the one that I did an article on. You should go read it at PokemonPodcast.com. <laughs> Very true. I like Mega Pinsir and Mega Ampharos a lot. Um, I, I know after I'm going to think of one that I like better, but those are the ones that immediately come to mind. Ampharos does have that awesome uh, mullet. Yeah, uh, yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Uh, I like <laughs> Mega Bennett a lot. It made me like mm. Bennett as a Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And I don't. I feel like Bennett's always like the ghost Pokemon that no one remembers. <laughs> it's true. And Mistrevis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. They are we the even... Huntail of ghost types. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too bad for them. <laughs> Uh, let's jump over to some Twitter questions here. Uh, I can't wait for the Mario Kart 8 one. Is there a Mario Kart 8 one? I haven't looked yeah. through them. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, I see it now. Uh, what is your favorite Pokemon, each of the hosts? Pile of Swine. Zigzagoon. I'm not being, I'm not being weird. I mean that. <laughs> Everyone. Do you have to say that every time anyone asks you to a Pokemon? <laughs> like, no, I seriously just like Zigzagoon. Yeah, people think that I'm joking, but I'm not. I love it. And it gives you items at the beginning of the game. <laughs> yeah. stuff. I actually trained a whole squad of them up to level, like, 90. Uh, um, wow. So they could find me Master Balls, because they can. What? Yeah. yeah. What? Breaking news, guys. Stop the show. <laughs> Wait, is it really Master Balls? I thought Rare Candy was the best thing to pick up. Could oh, no, hear? I'm sorry. Rare Candy was the right one. Yeah, I'm sorry. But Rare Candy is way more useful than a Master Ball anyway. I guess that's true. I mean, like, Master Balls are only good for shiny electrodes or shiny geodudes. Yo. They self-destruct on you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> mine always changes. Uh, probably right now, Chandelure. I cannot say... Let me slow myself down. I cannot say chandelier without accidentally saying chandelier. <laughs> like, I was, like, looking at this house over the weekend, and I was like, oh, look at that sweet chandelier they have. <laughs> They're like, oh, what? I was like, uh, uh, uh. uh Litwick, I mean, uh, uh, Wop, zip. I love that you keep bringing it back to wop, zip. <laughs> is that what I even said? Yes. Absolutely. You're gonna edit this, and you're gonna be like, "Wow, I definitely said wop zip." <laughs> oh, God, it is a hundred degrees in this room. I'm just sweating hardcore right now. I lost like five pounds recording this episode for you guys. Uh, best fight. Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't even say uh, Zemer. <laughs> uh, Ask that last question. 
I believe he is in Israel because uh, he said, I'm waiting up in Israel time for the next episode. Uh, we'll re- recording it as fast as we can. Uh, uh, this person's Twitter name is in like, Japanese, so I can't. Uh, Frisco Blah, I believe his handle is. Uh, Pokemon Podcast. Best fire type Pokemon in Gen 3. Or I, we're, I'm not doing any more conspiracy theories. That is like all C2E2 ever gives me. But we will do best fire type Pokemon in Gen 3, which is obviously Camerupt. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, like Camerupt. I'm trying to think what other Gen 3 fire types are there. Um, uh, Blaziken. The starters, but um, wasn't Gen 3 the one, or I guess it's Gen 4 that gets criticized of having like two fire types at the beginning of the game? Like Ponyta is the only one you have, but I'm trying to think of what fire types are even in Gen 3 other than Camerupt. I, mean, uh, Camerupt I think Mel Slugma. Are awesome. Slugma was in Gen 2. Oh, my fault. Yeah. Slugma. Wannabe <laughs> muck. Get your face out of here. Slugma I like was Slugma and Mad Cargo. Yeah, they were my first, um, like, baby, you know, sitting on the eggs Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm really struggling for fire types here. Gen 3. The fire types are Torchic, Combiskin, Blaziken... And that's it. Numal, Camerupt, Torkoal. Torkoal's really nice. Torkoal's cool. Torkoal's cool. Uh, cast form when the weather's right. <laughs> cast form. Uh, and that's cast it. That's my vote for cast form. And that's it, I think. Maybe that was a trick question for Gen 3. Yeah, so Camerupt is the answer. Yeah. No, cast form. I'm cast form's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, Joseph says, can you rank your favorite champions from all the generations? No. Steve doesn't even know who's generate who, who's uh, the champion of Gen 5. Uh, um, I, I'll, my favorite champion... Um, Gary Oak. <laughs> yeah, I don't... Uh, my favorite champion's Iris. I just really like Iris as a person. I think Alder might be my favorite champion. I like Alder a lot. After the anime, Alder will not be your favorite champion. Oh, I have not seen... Don't the anime. ever watch... An episode of the anime involving Alder. Or your opinion of him will be ruined. <laughs> I'm serious that anyone listening to this show, <laughs> if the anime includes Alder, please skip it. My girlfriend Carly is going to break up with me for not saying Cynthia. Oh. Mm, I can't. It's pretty harsh. It's a joke, it's a joke but you can laugh. <laughs> <laughs> There's no laughing on this show. Uh, I don't know Cynthia's personality as well as I should. Like, I don't know, like, when... And that was that was Sinnoh, if I'm not Gen mistaken. Four, yeah. yeah. Like, when... If I can, like, play a game and get their personality from that, kind of like how you get Blue's personality right away, you get that he's just a jerk. Like, that's... That's all he is. Yeah, that's all he is. And that's, like, all you need, really. Like, like I got that from Iris, and I don't... I didn't get that from Cynthia. It's interesting about Cynthia is it's almost like her appearances in other games eclipse that of her appearance in her own game. Yeah, and so it's like it's like hard harder to judge, and I I would probably have to go back to Gen Four to like relive that. But like Iris, I don't know, stands out a lot. I think my least favorite champion would have to be. I mean, I'm gonna get hate for this because. He's the he's the edgy one, but I don't really like Lance that much because I feel like uh, he doesn't have a personality. It's not even you. It's hard to get a hold of it. I just don't feel like 
hard, it's hard to judge anything. somebody with two dragon knights, one dragon yeah. hair, and two yeah, characters. I don't, I don't think he's anything other than dragon man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess I always thought like he was like that. You look up to that person, like oh, like this guy is the best, and then has the worst possible team because it was Gen One. I like uh, Diantha as well, the Gen Six one. She's really cool. Yeah, I guess I was expecting more from her. Well, your expectations are high. Oh yeah, I mean, ob- like, obviously, the best trainer in the region. <laughs> The, the person who's the best at the point of the game in the entire game. I mean, <laughs> the pacing to Gen 6 started off excellent and then went all downhill. Mm-hmm. You think so? I do. I mean, I've always, like, not that but I want... You've always said that even before the game came out. Not that I want to challenge, but, like, I don't get... Like, every gym should be 10 levels. When you're at gym one, be at level ten. When you're at gym two, be at around level twenty. That's interesting. Yeah, I feel like it should be like that because then when you get to the elite four, you should probably be around level like ninety. That that's too much, right? But if they right. like, I mean, they just got to fix the pacing. You mean like adjust the rate at which you level up too? Yeah, or something like that. Like because when you went at least in gen six, because that's the only game I can ever remember playing. When I got to the first gym, I was at around level 11. When I got to the second gym, because it was so long to get from gym 1 to gym 2, I was at level 20, and I thought I was too powerful, but I wasn't. And then it was like, all right, you're about level 30 when you get to gym 3. And then, <laughs> but, then, all- but then, like, if you, if you get to the end of the game and all your Pokemon are level 90, like, there is something to be said about the, you know, a lot. Of, I think a lot of people care about the grind up to level 100, and you know, I, people always talk about the first Pokemon that they got to level 100. Yeah. Uh, so I think if if that were the case, would you want the level cap increase as well? No, I don't think so. I mean, the level cap for competitive battling, or even online, unless you set like no rules, is 50. Like it always rounds everything down to 50. Mm-hmm. I feel like 50 is like once it's at 50, you're done. <laughs> Unless you really want that grind, Unless, or or like there's a move it doesn't learn, right? Like right, the time, right. Like the time I I built a team for Nats, and then I realized that, uh, and I was just training the Terrakian up to fifty, and I was like, oh, it doesn't learn close combat until like seventy three. So I just like <laughs> was playing a lot of that game on the train. <laughs> oh, that's the worst. It is terrible. There's no horde battles then either. No. Um. Back in the day. Jack, uh, Jackson on Twitter asks, who is the best Mario Kart character in Mario Kart 8? Any of the is, Dry Bones in that, is Dry Bones in that game? Absolutely uh, not. He is not. Why would I even buy that game? Let Dry me, Bones is... Uh, because Morton. Because of Morton. Okay, so... Who is Morton? Let me... Morton, Morton is one of the Koopa kids. Uh, actually, Logan, I would not say the heavies. You Why? would think... I, I this blew my mind. This blew my mind. Let me tell you, okay. I'm, I'm on the Mario Kart subreddit a lot, uh-huh. and there's a lot of people that post that they use lightweights like uh, Baby Rosalina or Toad or Yoshi. Well, Yoshi's more of a middleweight, but they they use these lightweights and they get pushed around by like Morton and Bowser and DK, <laughs> and they're like, can't I can't play competitively because I'm getting pushed. What? I forgot, and what like somebody opened my eyes to is that 
the carts and the wheels have weights too. So I play Donkey Kong in the land ship, which is one of the lightest carts, which uh -huh. gives me a pretty decent, uh, gives me pretty good acceleration, pretty good top speed. Uh, my VR is, you know, 4,000, no big deal. But anyways, <laughs> I play Donkey Kong in the land ship. And uh, Toad in like the Mach 8 with steel wheels is actually heavier than Donkey huh. Kong in the land ship. Huh. And if you do a super heavyweight like Bowser or uh, Morton, you don't get as good as a boost that you do with a lighter heavyweight like Donkey Kong or Rosalina. That's why you see a lot of Rosalinas online because they get a because they're not they're matching top speed still, but they're getting a better boost than what Morton would get. Man, I did not know that. Yeah. Huh. So oh, so cool. More yeah, Morton is I, I like what's his name Roy. Roy is really cool. Roy. Yeah, he's got the shades. Yeah, I really like Roy. Um, he's so, a medium lightweight. I mean, medium heavyweight. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so I don't think like, I like playing as Donkey Kong, but if I was not to pick Donkey Kong, it'd probably be like shy guy. Those are my two picks. My pick is Morton and my second pick is Roy. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's a moo. But there are, there's your fun facts about weights. It's interesting to put like, to bring a baby's weight higher than a heavyweight's weight because it's possible. Yeah. Um, and then you won't get pushed around online. Huh. I was super excited to answer that question because I love Mario Kart 8. Yeah, we should have Mario Kart 8 cast. Yeah. <laughs> Don't invite me. <laughs> You're missing out, Travis. It's the reason to buy a Wii U. Travis, we can start the Hearthstone cast. Uh, actually, there's actually like 10 of those. But... Welcome to the circle of healing. I'm your host. <laughs> Do you need a blessing? Do you need a blessing? <laughs> or, uh, or like... Uh, this is. The, do you want to hear my lepernome impression? Go for it. I feel icky. <laughs> Give me a big hog. Or, That's or, really uh, good. That is really good. Loot hoarder. Loot hoarder. Mind if I roll need? Oh my god, that was exactly him. <laughs> <laughs> Travis, you don't even need uh, like a podcast. You just need to record <laughs> audio samples and then release <laughs> them on a daily basis. You'd be fine. For the war chief, for hell scream. <laughs> do the do the Clint Eastwood guy. That's the Clint Eastwood guy. Yeah, uh, the rogue plays him on turn one with the coin. And he <laughs> oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, this is our town, scrub. Yeah, beat it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, that's Defias Bandit, or no, Defias Ringleader and Defias Bandit. Oh man, Travis! Uh, two days ago, I played I played that card three times, um, and then uh, or with Shadow Step twice, <laughs> and then I played Edwin Van Cleef. Yeah. He was a sixteen sixteen, and it was awesome. So that's some more Hearthstone stuff. <laughs> More stuff Steve can cut out. <laughs> oh no, keeping it in all filler. That's what our shows are. All filler, no killers. Uh, <laughs> uh, s s at Looney Lucario writes in, "What megas do you want in ores, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire?" Uh, the ones that they showed. Right. Camera up. Mega camera up. <laughs> Mega camera. Yeah. 
Um, I think it would be really interesting to have a mega evolution of a not fully evolved Pokemon. Like what <laughs> what they're gonna do to Pikachu? Like yeah, like Mega Chew. That would be interesting because then it gives actual incentive to not evolve the Pokemon. I think that would be cool. Oh, that would be cool. Uh, in terms of fully evolved Pokemon, that I think would be cool to see a mega of um, Mega Torkoal needs it. Needs it. Mm, default answer: Mega Huntail. That was Gen three, right? Yep. He needs. He needs some love. He needs Huntail. some love. Uh, <laughs> at the Solus Star. Uh, what do you want to hear most provided by the live orchestra? Mm, I don't know. I'm pretty open to anything. Yeah. Um, I mean, that, that opening battle music is pretty iconic. So, that. I don't know. I guess, like, what I don't want to hear is, like, other people's opinions when I go. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was so worried when I went to the Zelda thing that, like, Dude next to me was going to be like, ah, they should have played uh, Song of <laughs> Sorrow from Ocarina. Nah. <laughs> Is that even, I don't even know if that's a song. I just made that up. <laughs> it's like, nah, I, they, they're playing what they're playing, man. Shut up and listen. It's like, they think it's like a like a rock show where they can just be like, Freebird! <laughs> You call out requests and <laughs> at an orchestral were, concert. Were your fears realized, Steve, or was the guy next to you? Uh, no, I didn't. I, I mean, but both people on this either side of me were were very very quiet people. So excellent. I got lucky, I guess. <laughs> they were in cosplay, but it was a very quiet cosplay. <laughs> no cosplayers near me. There was a uh, a very big. Oversized suit Ganondorf in the front row, though, but not in front of me, off to the side. Uh, okay, uh, what do we got here? At Big Dude Art. Uh, what do you think about the beefiness of Mega Swampert? Pretty beefy. Yeah, he definitely lifts, bro. I got, uh, yeah. He I gave pretty- this guy best question on Twitter. Best <laughs> question. <laughs> he gave him the hashtag best question. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Swampert's cool. I mean, yeah. A lot of people were were um, thought it was sort of silly how big Swampert gets, but I mean, Swampert's already pretty big to begin with. So I thought it was, um, I thought it was an appropriate increase to warrant a mega evolution. He's he looks really goofy from the sides, um, <laughs> like like Mega Gengar. Like when you just see him, you think he's like coming out of the the ground, and then you see his little tiny baby feet. Yeah. Oh, behind and, him, and it's adorable. And uh, I think Swampert has sort of the same deal because when when they showed the like animation of him pounding the ground, and you're like, oh, Miss Leg Day. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I'm I'm still confused by like he's not water fighting with them arms. What? Yeah. Oh, you mean the Mega Evolution? I thought you yeah. said Swampert. No, Mega Swampert. You can be ground on whatever. But water fighting, I felt like. I don't know. Uh, Ultra Wolf, or Wolf A, if you want to pronounce the E. Uh, <laughs> why did Arceus let the, U- let the USA lose at soccer? Uh, I would assume because he also let the uh, Japanese lose at soccer. 
Yeah. Because we don't care here. I believe it's called football. It's a call callback to that other question. He's rebelling against balls in general because Pokeballs are very uncomfortable to Pokemon. If so, think of it this way: I'm sure that in Belgium they care about <laughs> football more, right? <laughs> so, like, if Belgium and had waffles. lost, there would be more. There, yeah, there would be more people very upset. It was a Arceus. utilitarian decision on the part of Arceus. Arceus works in mysterious ways, and it's not our place to question. Maybe, <laughs> maybe because social media has been invented. This thing. Do you think? Do you think that the team that wins is the team that has the most hashtags? Uh, poss- possibly. I think that's how American Idol works. Right. But <laughs> I feel like as years pass, as as the date that goes up. <laughs> We people care more about stuff like the Olympics, like the World Cup. Yeah, I agree. Uh, which I think is cool, and I think that plays. I I think for me, like, I don't really care. I don't care about any sports. Let me put that out there. Do not care. I like being inside, looking at tweets, not regarding <laughs> sports. But as things get more and more popular, it's I get more frustrated at people who are like. Oh, it's just soccer, because it's like, yeah, it's just soccer, but it's cool that, like, it's another thing that, like, brings people together, and it's happening. Yeah. So just, like, accept it? I don't know. <laughs> Pretty much I'm just calling out Travis right now. Yikes. Uh, no, no, I, I, I see it the same way as, like, I don't want people to do that to, like, be like, Psh, oh, it's just Pokemon, like, it's just a kid's thing, mm-hmm. or it's just, like, yeah. like, when you go to a Pokemon event, you, like, see all these people that love the same thing. So it, to me, it's cool seeing all these people get so excited that Brazil scored a goal. And it's just like, I don't know who that dude is, but he looks pretty freaking talented to be running 90 minutes, sweating his whole weight off. (laughs) And that people in this restaurant care. I don't know. I just think that stuff's kind of, maybe it's just because I'm getting old. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's, it's not like I, I dislike, people's enjoyment of, of, of sportings, but I, I just, I, I don't really, um, I've never been one to enjoy, uh, spectating or performing. <laughs> I enjoy events. that people enjoy it. I think is yeah. what I was getting at. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Also Pikachu is the Japanese mascot. I don't know how soccer works. I think they still play. Maybe they got eliminated. I don't know how soccer works. No, I think they're done. I think they're done. I think they're done. But I don't think the USA is done yet. But it doesn't matter because the Simpsons already predicted that it's going to be Brazil versus Germany. So even if you don't follow sports, if it ends up being Brazil versus Germany, then the Simpsons predicted it. And that's all that matters. Okay. Crow Hogan 33 asks us, our favorite ice cream flavor. Vanillax. <laughs> yeah. I, I did uh, mention before my favorite ice cream flavor, which is the um, butter pecan. Although, um, <laughs> there is a... My brother lives in the city of Columbus, Ohio. There's a there's an ice cream shop there that has a whole bunch of very unusual ice cream flavors. One of them um, they call Queen City Cayenne, uh, which is chocolate with cayenne pepper. Um, which is probably the most uh, strange flavor they have there. Um, and it's all very good ice cream. But my favorite 
um, is Brambleberry Crisp. It's a good <laughs> So if you're ever at Jenny's, J-E-N-I, apostrophe S, in Columbus, Ohio, tell them Travis sent you and they won't know what that means. <laughs> uh, is that is the cayenne chocolate good? Uh, yeah, it is quite good, yeah. Mm, interesting. Uh, you can actually order it online. I think you can get you can order ice cream to your home. Yeah, they put it in like these the uh, like almost like coolers. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Um, Amazon does the same thing. It's uh, it's hard to explain on an audio only podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like a lot of Ben and Jerry's flavors, especially their uh, creme brulee. Is that how mm-hmm. they? Whatever. I like that. Yeah, you got it. Anything Ben and Jerry's is pretty good. Mm-hmm. I, my favorite is late night stack which Ooh. is potato chip ice cream and it's delicious uh nick in the world tweets in why do why don't golem get more love seriously they're cute and useful somehow uh i love <laughs> golem uh he's in pokemon snap uh, I like Golem. I think a lot of it has to do with the just the vast amount of Pokemon that have that typing in Gen 1 specifically. I mean, I say vast, but it's not that huge. But the fact that there's also Onyx, which has the same typing and that sort of thing, then it sort of gets lost, I think. Yeah, I think Geodude and Subat got a lot, a lot of hate for that line mm-hmm. in particular. Mm-hmm. All uh, those caves. I can see Golem getting a Mega Evolution. Not before Machamp, though. I am... So sad I'm a champ getting a Mega Evolution. He's definitely have, getting one. You would have so many arms. <laughs> Who wouldn't like that? Who wouldn't like What if it just arms? becomes all arms? <laughs> Very scary. It's, he's already the scariest Pokemon, if you, if you think about it too hard. Mm. He's, I mean, he's basically a man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, Bordeaux Batman tweets in. What is your favorite color? Blue. Used to be blue. I'm shifting towards green these days in my in my later years. Betrayer. Mm, I'm a big fan of orange. Wow. <laughs> Shocking. Yeah, I like yeah, orange a lot. Orange is not. Uh, orange is like. One of the least um, chosen colors, first favorite color. So it's unique to have. Yeah. Anyway, that's dumb. <laughs> what I said was dumb. No, no <laughs> it's, it's it's whatever. Uh, King Gumi uh, Kelly, I believe he is in uh, Ireland now. Uh, not that that's relevant to any listeners, but he used to be in Canada. Fun fact. Uh, your who is your favorite fan favorite, and why is it me? <laughs> Uh, what's everything you do behind the scenes to make your show so successful? Travis, it's all Travis that makes it successful. <laughs> he stays up countless hours. Editing the show. Uh, rewinding the Bang. VHSs we record on. Paying <laughs> for the servers. Well, the best part is that, uh, yeah, I don't do anything for the show except come on it all the time. <laughs> uh... We got Logan who slaves a hot stove to feed us before and after. Yeah. Yeah, man. I definitely even fed myself before the show. <laughs> uh, this is getting late. Uh, I uh, I guess I do everything for the show. Um, a lot of people 
uh, podcast and then ask me what kind of equipment I use or whatnot. Uh, obviously, if if you're on a PC, I think most people use Audacity. Um, I use a combination of programs I use uh, to record through Skype, Audio Hijack Pro. Uh, it does cost money. Uh, then I cut and edit using GarageBand. And then I publish the show using an app called Feeder. Um, so that kind of combination is what gets you guys the show. Uh, it's hosted on a server, of course. Um, the show, if if we do in real time, we've been recording for over an hour, uh, which means I have probably an hour of cutting and editing. It's usually match. So if I record for two hours, there's two hours to cut and edit and publishing then to publish the show. Prep-wise, uh, I don't think there's really any prep before the show there used, to be, there used to be more but i think we've just sort of gotten to the swing of things like you can quickly look up what the the news of the week was and and finding content's easier and i think as we've done it for this many episodes it sort of comes naturally at this point right i yeah. have like an i have like an hour-long yoga routine that i do before every <laughs> show <laughs> stretch stretch it all out mm-hmm. uh yeah it's 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 funny because like i listen to a lot of other just podcasts, whether it's gaming or, or or whatnot, and it's I can I can understand like when our listeners get upset if we get something wrong, like a type or a move or uh, whatever. But it's like funny like listening to like other video game shows, which are more more vast. They're not as specific as like a Pokemon Central show, and they got a lot of stuff wrong too. And you like you don't hear them like looking up stuff or. Uh, I mean, <laughs> and, and we do, but we cut and edit that, uh, which is very different than what other shows do. Like, to me, listening, and I guess this is some advice, like, when I'm listening to a show, I don't want to hear, like, the typing and then the looking up and, like, the verifying. Like, you lose that, like, natural conversation yeah. of, like, being in the moment. And it's okay to, like, get things wrong and not yeah. to be right because that's funnier and that's more human like if i wanted facts i wouldn't be listening to a podcast i'd be <laughs> looking it's a really good point um, yeah you just go on google so and there's nothing wrong with looking up and editing we've probably done it like twice this show but then it's very easy to go back and just to like cut that out uh and i don't why did i, I started talking about this because uh a couple listeners wanted me to do like podcasting tips and i'm still working on that but really it's just like a bunch of paragraphs like slammed together and I'm trying to like bring it down so like it's easier to read. Uh, so I'm still working on that. But if you're thinking about starting your own podcast, like, kind of like think of that. Like you never want to be recording, and if it takes you out of the conversation, it's probably going to take your listener out of the conversation. Conversation, because I like. <laughs> well, I think as this is sort of this conversation is going more towards like what the philosophy of, of of our show is, what the what the mo of our show is, right? Um, I think that for us, it's more important to put out a show than it is to put out um, an hour of. Um, you know, we're, we're not a how-to podcast, right? We're not we're not a podcast that's telling you how to be the best competitive battler. We'll talk about that sometimes. We'll talk about our opinions and, and tips and things, but 
ultimately I think our priority is making a, sh a show. It's like for entertainment purposes. And I guess all um, podcasts, almost all of them are, are for that. But, um, but I think what, what makes, um, what, why people come back to our show is because we, um, we focus, like you said, on the, on the conversation and, um, making a, you know, a display, a show. Yeah. We're pretty funny. <laughs> for the most part. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, God, it's not going to get old. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> um... Uh, why is there, uh, this is from at uh, reader23, why is there a light and dark Pokemon that counter each other in regions like Absol or Bayleaf or Zangoose or Seviper? So I think he just, not light and dark is in types, I think he just means rivals. Hmm. Uh, I wish there was more Pokemon that rivaled each other. I think Magmar and Electabuzz are rivals, if I'm not mistaken. At least in the anime they are. Uh, yeah, and then Jinx is supposed to be in that trio as well, and then they were kind of like, let's just make it all about Magmar and, and Electabuzz. <laughs> since, <laughs> since Jinx is just, just horrible. Yeah. yeah, Jinx could be so cool if they gave that Pokemon a Mega Evolution. <laughs> like or just an opera singer or something that might be. Uh, that, when, when we saw that fan art of that, like, Gypsy, do you remember that? No. Oh well, never mind. <laughs> Skip it. Anyways, somebody had <laughs> somebody had Jinx evolve into a gypsy, like, uh, and it looked really cool. Uh, uh, I don't. Because I mean, they weren't racially insensitive enough with the first one. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I don't. I obviously I don't know why there are rivals, except that if I was making seven hundred plus creatures, I would want them to rival each other. I just it's a good way to get two Pokemon with one stone. I think Durant and Heatmore are rivals. Uh, I think yeah, yeah. I think Pokemon that rival each other are really cool and are more interesting than just Pokemon that exist. <laughs> Unless it's Farfetch, which is cool on its own because people eat Farfetch. Obviously, <laughs> they they do. They do, they do. I'm still laughing about Wobzip. <laughs> gonna get off that train anytime soon. Uh, at at Nintemp, I think like Nintendo, but then Temple. Um, will Ruby and Sapphire have online co-op? 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 Uh, you and a pal, <laughs> you and a pal versus the computer, like Gen Four did. I don't remember this in Gen Four. Uh, what did Gen Four do? That you and a pal versus computer. Oh yeah, that like the uh, the rental thing where you could team up with a friend. That was awesome. But I think that was Gen Five, though, wasn't it? The, the sub. Yeah, I'm think. The only thing I can think of like that would be the subway, which was Gen Five. Yeah. But it um, was still really awesome. I yeah. hope they do that again for for ores. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, I always like things that make it easier to play with friends. That's always been, you know, one of the most important points of Pokemon. And I think they've definitely made a lot of improvements in the in the later generations in making that easier, whether it be being able to trade or battle regardless of whether you are. Like, oh, do I talk to the second person to the right in the Pokemon Center? or the? Um, so that was a good uh, thing. And also multi-battles was a really good introduction in Gen 6. So 
Yeah, I'm looking forward to more uh, connectivity options going forward. Uh, at fish food, uh, except with an I, it's a one. Heather writes in, as an adult getting back into Pokemon, into the Pokemon game, where would a be... Words. <laughs> Words. I'm not going to do it again. I where... Where... <laughs> uh, why do I run an audio podcast? This question still blows me away every episode. Where is a good place to start to catch up? Hmm. X and Y is fine. X and Y, or if you don't have a 3DS and you have a have a DS still, and I would say hard gold, silver, silver. But if you have a 3DS, there's I don't think there's really better any better reintroduction than than X and Y. I mean, you've got uh, a lot in that game that's that's trying to to build on the on the nostalgia that you already have for for those first set of games, whether it be in giving you early starters or. Um, uh, you know, there's a lot of references to Kanto. Yeah. 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 I think uh, Travis hit the nail on the head. Uh, if 3DS, X and Y, regular DS, Heart Cold, Soul Silver. Yeah. Heart that, Cold, Soul Silver. I'm, I'm hoping that they, that kind of like perfection from Heart Cold and Soul Silver make it into ores. Yeah. Um, just because it, I don't know, the menu was great. Everything yeah, was, was great. Also, they had the, uh, the Poco Walker thing, which was amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Very cool. Love their thing. Which was like the most accurate pedometer on the market. Yeah, at that for time. quite a while. <laughs> Amazing. That was pretty awesome. Uh, Burnt Poffins, Jose writes in Who is your favorite villain team and why? Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, Galactic, maybe? Ooh, Galactic's a good choice. I like. I wish I liked Team Flare more. I, I wish there was there was more going on there. But I think I like um, I like original Team Plasma the most. I like the dynamic. Spoiler alert! But I like the dynamic of you know all these people thinking they're uh, working for some sort of advocacy, but the 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 higher ups have have a completely different uh, picture in mind. I think that's you know the most interesting dynamic there because there's a discrepancy even between the members, especially between like Anne and Getsis. That is that's a really good co- compelling point for that team. Yeah, you almost <laughs> sold me on that. Uh, yeah, much. I I'm with Travis. I wish I liked Team Flare more. Yeah. Um, Team Rocket, of course, in game is very different than Team Rocket in the anime. Uh, obviously, uh, video game Team Rocket, their goals and priorities are way better in execution than anime <laughs> Team Rocket, and I like that a lot. Uh, kind of unfair that Team Rocket had two games. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I can't really side with Magma or Aqua or galactic really so. i thought the uh the stakes were really high with galactic you know yeah so i liked that yeah i just don't remember it as well but like team flare and team plasma and team rocket just stick with me very hard but after if i was to pick out of those three it'd have to be team rocket which is unfortunate because i don't want to sound like that person that's like oh, <laughs> like the original is the best but Gen 1 forever. Gen 1. Uh, but Team Rocket had a pretty cool just overall goal. Uh, John at 
Crow Hunga thirty three. What is your favorite generation of Pokemon for each host? Uh, six. Six. Yep. I love it. I love the modern generation. I always have trouble answering this question because my normal answer is Gen two, but it's hard for me to go back and play a game that's that's that dated, regardless of how much I like it. Um, there are very few exceptions to that. Like, I'll still play through Chrono Trigger um, every once in a while. I don't really think that uh, uh, that game in particular will never get to a point for me where I um, feel like it's too dated to play. But um, Gen 2 is really hard to play um, because of all the improvements that have come in, in generations further. Um, but those games and then the, the remakes of them, Heart Gold and Soul Silver, are, are my favorites. So either... Uh, Gen 2 or Gen like 4.5, I guess. Uh, Gen 6 is also a, a close one. Yeah, I'm going to say Gen 6. Probably mm-hmm. followed by Gen 6. <laughs> <laughs> Again. <laughs> uh, uh, we already answered that one. Um, Pokemon Breeder MR. Uh, Furtit or Lanoon? Is that how you say it? Lanoon? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like Lanoon more. Yeah. Sleeker. I'd agree. I'd agree. Very sleek. Like a, like a Benz. Like a what? Is, <laughs> like that, a, is that one of those automo- automobile <laughs> things? Just like that. One of these horseless one of them, carriages? One of them Audis. <laughs> hmm? uh, yeah. One of those horseless carriages. You drive said vehicles in Mario Kart 8. Yeah, this, that thing, that vehicle. Oh my gosh. I can't wait for that to come. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Mario Kart 8 is getting a Benz that you can drive. Pretty awesome. It's free DLC, right? It is, yeah. It's free. Free this summer. Yeah. Uh, that's a... Uh, I should have read, read ahead, of, but that was actually the last question. Oh. Um, it's a very suspenseful ending. <laughs> uh, should we do like least favorite generations? I felt like that was asked, but I might have missed it. Gen 3. Um, uh, oh, Black and White, for sure. Ah. That's my least favorite. Yep. Black and White is also my least favorite. Either, I mean, if you count Black and White, I mean, I, uh, it's still Gen 5, but if you count Black and White 2 as a separate game, I it was even hard for me to finish that one, which the <laughs> same could be said of Gen 3, but... Um, but one of those two, those two are definitely near the bottom. And it's almost impossible to play Gen 1 anymore in the same way that, it, like I said, it's hard to play Gen 2. But um, but yeah, um, yeah, I just don't like Pokemon, I guess, is what I'm getting. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, probably Gen 3 is my least favorite with Black and White 2 being a close second least favorite. Or second, whatever. <laughs> yeah, second. I would probably, probably say Black and White 2 followed by Black and White. I, uh, I didn't even play Black and White 2 because I hated Black and White so much. So Wow. Yeah. <laughs> black and white, I like Black and White. Uh, it was, yeah, it was okay. It just didn't, like, in retrospect, mm. it was just, it doesn't, like, it left. It's like eating a really good meal and then being on the toilet all night. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I do this? this game, <laughs> so it was worth it at the time, but. Now I don't. I want to repress that memory. <laughs> uh, that's how I feel about black and white. 
But like wow. that, that's like such a hard question to like people that like Pokemon. Like just because yeah. I say that that's my least favorite generation, right. that right. doesn't yeah. mean like I hate it. I just yeah, even exactly. even I, I was very harsh with the uh, black and white being so bad that I didn't play black and white too. I mean, like I I finished black and white. I loved it just like I love every Pokemon game. And then it was just like when black and white two came out, I was like, uh, I've probably played too much Pokemon recently. Same, so. same with me and, and gen three and black and white two. They, um, I enjoyed them a lot and I loved that they were Pokemon, but the fact that I wasn't constantly being brought back to the game, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't hooked like I was to all of those. When I say it was hard to, hard to finish, I think that's more what I mean because when, you know, when gen six came out, like, I played through that game very quickly, and it was impossible to put down, which is not the case for uh, Gen 3 or Black and White 2, at least in, in my experience. Yeah. Well said, well said. Uh, cool. Well, I think what we'll do is this segment was way longer than I thought, but I don't think uh, you guys complain because you, you guys always want longer shows. So. <laughs> Uh, what we'll do is we'll take a quick break and then all we have left is Pokemon of the week. Uh, and then, uh, we'll say our goodbyes. So, uh, hang tight. back from our break to give you Pokemon of the week. Pokemon of the week. Uh, this week's Pokemon is Zigzagoon. Yeah! <laughs> Based yeah. on <laughs> Logan's incredible love of the tiny raccoon Pokemon. Uh, raccoons are cool. Hey, there was a raccoon in my dumpster <laughs> the other day. <laughs> Cool. I don't know why that why that made me laugh, but like I get in my car, which is uh, this is like the like the dumpster to my apartment, is like three parking spots away from where my car is. So I'm pretty close to said raccoon, and like raccoons are they're dangerous animals, no doubt about. So I was like, "Eh, it's looking at me right now, so I'm just gonna hang it up on my car. And then, like, I was kind of, like, out of view of the raccoon, and he, like, jumped back in the dumpster. And then, like, when I walked out, he, like, heard me starting to walk, so he jumped back up on the edge of the dumpster and was, like, staring me down. <laughs> but then was, like, holding, like, a pack of, like, I don't know, whatever was thrown out that he was eating. He or she, I don't want to judge, gender judge this raccoon. <laughs> um, <laughs> that is, uh, that story was going nowhere, but I was semi-close to a raccoon. Uh, I did, probably didn't have pickup or gluttony. Could have had quick feet though, those abilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, pickup brings you rare candy apparently. Pickup just gets yeah, you it, as it, it walks gets you. around. It'll pick up a random item. The the yeah. higher the level of the Pokemon, the better the item generally. It's a, it's a, there's a chart for it that explains it. But um, there are specific items that randomly only appear at a certain level range. Like I think it's like thirty through forty. You can get a King's Rock, but. When you get to uh, level ninety to a hundred, it 
you get rare candies at, at a pretty good frequency. Yeah, there's also it can also give you a PP up and even a leftovers. Do um, you have to like be in grass or can you, no, you just walk bicycle? around? Just walk matter. around. Doesn't matter yep. where you are. Does it have and to be the first in your party list? Nope. No. Oh, okay. You can have six zigzagoons, and they all pick stuff up for you. And especially like early game, having a great ball, like you just ten percent of the time, you'll have a great ball, and that's mm-hmm. pretty crazy, right? Really early. Um, I don't know. I love him. Love zigzagoon. Uh, gluttony. Was that what eating berries? Uh, it eats its berries at a higher HP threshold. I don't remember exactly what it is. Um, I think it's maybe at instead of like, um, yeah, gluttony causes the Pokemon to eat berries that would normally be eaten at twenty five percent HP or lower, uh, at fifty percent HP or lower instead. Um, it has no effect on berries such as the Oran berry or the Figgy berry, which are normally eaten at fifty percent HP or less. So, um, so yeah, it, it can be, there are situations where it can be useful. Like, uh, I know people do Linoon with, um, uh, citrus berry and belly drum so that it gets to 50% and then eats the citrus berry. So it gets a decent amount of its HP back and then has the plus six attack uh, boost, which is yeah gimmicky, but fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, belly drum is legit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Does the uh, Azumarill online do village Right. Right. Belladrum? Uh, Lanoon and Zigzagoon have the same abilities. I know sometimes when they evolve, their abilities switch up, but uh, still pick up, still gluttony, and still quick feet, which uh, increases the speed stat by 50%, I think. Yeah, when you're uh, inflicted with paralysis, burn, <laughs> or. Um, poison. I was going to say sleep, but when, I mean, when uh, you're yeah. sleep, it doesn't. That's the one that you wanted uh, Mega Raichu to have. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mega Raichu, that Pokemon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> one and, and also, the speed drop from paralysis doesn't happen in the same way that the attack boost from burn doesn't happen for guts. Right, yep. yeah, yeah. Uh, Zig- Zigzagoon sits at a 240 base stat. Respectable. <laughs> um, only weak to fighting uh, and has a pretty sweet shiny it's like a it's like slightly a, more brown uh, I'd say it has a little red to it maybe yeah. even auburn yeah it's not the worst alter brown color that yeah yeah. it's like it's like it's actually a shiny version of that Pokemon you know? like, <laughs> yeah. like a, yeah. a brighter version yeah, he looks dull and gray compared to his shiny. <laughs> some some trivia, uh, as Bulbapedia always provides. Uh, Zig Zagoon is one of two Pokemon left out of the Hoenn Pokerap. The other is Relicanth. What? They didn't put him in the Pokerap. Let's back so up. Sad. Hoenn had its own Pokerap. Yeah, right. You don't. You don't need to hear it. It's really bad. Oh. Okay. It's mm. it's terrifying. <laughs> the gang's all the gang's all here. Wait, is <laughs> it the same? Say a lot. Is it the same guys doing it? No, <laughs> it's not. 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 Oh, ah, whatever. Charmeleon. War Oh man, remember that? It's so good. 
I'm the one doing all the work here. <laughs> uh, so a um, shiny Zigzagoon was given uh, given to games given to games from an interactive demo to fix a berry glitch. Huh. So there was some kind of berry glitch in the game. So they gave out a shiny Zigzagoon to fix it. Due to uh, due to this being available for over three years in North America, Zigzagoon has the honor of having the longest event. Wow. <laughs> I did not know they were giving out shiny... Like, when... This must have been when I stopped playing Pokemon. Like, this must have been Gen 3, primarily. Yeah, I don't remember this at all. Yeah, I don't remember it either. I would have been all over that. Yeah, because he was, he was introduced in Gen 3. Yeah. Gen three. Uh Zigzagoon appears in the anime quite a bit. There's an episode list, of course. Uh he's in the Magna 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 Manga? Manga? <laughs> I don't know why I was worried. It's like He's in the Magna Carta. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh there's like a picture of him on Bulbapedia in the in the comics and he's pretty cute. He's a cutie. Uh what what uh what moveset would we use? It sounds like belly drum is doable. Yeah, probably uh, belly drum set. Yeah, if you're doing, if you're doing, I mean, Linoon, I'm, I'm assuming is what, you, what you're doing because the raccoon cup, maybe where you're only using ferrets and zigzagoons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think as gimmicky as it is, I think it's one of the more viable ones. You could also do something with like a. A flame orb to activate quick feet and then like return play rough. Um, does it get aqua jet? For some reason, I feel like it might. It gets surf. Uh, no aqua jet. Um, then in that case, I guess uh, return play rough. Gosh. Thunderbolt. Not, not a lot to deal no, with here. It has, uh, what is it? Oh, it's attack and special attack are the same. Can, oh, can, are they? You can mix it up. You can mix it up. Uh, yeah. Nope. It's a t when it evolves into Lanoon, its attack goes up to 70, and its special attack is 50. Yeah. Oh, there you go. I lied. Uh, yeah, no Aqua Jet. Uh, it can learn Trick. If you, uh, no, that, would be, that would be cool. You could have a Burn Orb activate and then Trick it over. That would be cool. Yeah. Uh, or if you, you have to breed it with a, You have to breed it with a Spinda for that Trick. Uh. Hmm. I always think gimmicky moves are super cool because they <laughs> are. Well, because they work in like super like specific situations really well, but then when that situation comes up, you're just like owned. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's all for uh, the zigzagoon. Yay! Uh, and then of course when you start Gen Three, uh, Professor Birch, if I'm not mistaken. Is like getting chased by a Zigzagoon. He's a right. terrible professor. <laughs> oh. Just a terrible, terrible professor. Uh yeah. And that's that's the show, guys. We have uh Logan. <laughs> Sir Logan, where can they find you? Uh twitter.com backslash Logan Jenkins. Yep. <laughs> uh Travis Twitter.com slash the Travis W. And you can follow me on Twitter, twitter.com slash dragging a lake. Uh, also the, the my Wii, my Wii U Nintendo ID 
thing is the same, dragging a lake. Uh, and I play Mario Kart still, uh, primarily on Fridays and Monday nights. So if you want to race, uh, just let me know. Uh, I'm the, letting you know right now. I'm letting you know. Friday? Yeah. Friday it up. Uh, what is Friday? Fourth of July? Yeah, I'm not doing anything for Fourth of July. I'm excited to do nothing. Sweet deal. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter, uh, at Pokemon Podcast. You can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash PKMNCast. I think we need four more likes to hit some milestone or something. Internet. Uh, we need, like, nine more reviews in iTunes to hit 400 reviews. So, yeah, it would be cool to hit 400 reviews if you guys haven't done so. Uh, please review us in iTunes. Uh, as always, we are on Stitcher, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, Scatter Radio, uh, Omni Radio for our Australian listeners. And uh, I think that's it. I'm probably forgetting something. Uh, but thank you, Travis. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, thank you, Logan. <laughs> you're very welcome. Uh, this has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are super, super effective. effective. What? <laughs> 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 Good night. <laughs> <laughs>